Hey everyone. <clears throat> oh, um, let's just talk about the power of these plants, trees, the information, their ability to heal. I mean, you know, once when you go down to the jungle and you do a retreat, there's this sort of there's this incredible reverence and respect you get but the more you do it you know if if you're on this sort of healing trajectory the more you are in awe um on my recent uh trip to the jungle i dieted on renakia which is a vine which kind of takes over a tree and it sort of takes out the old and, you know, connects you to the new. And I actually saw the tree, and it was this insane, alien-looking, vast, huge thing. It was like 400 years old. And you just thought, who made that? Like, how, how did that get made? And in ceremonies, it's a great unifier and helps with forgiveness and you should look it up it does 10 million other things it you know uh, restructures your cells it just I mean it's, it's a myriad of stuff that it does uh, promotes circulation helps with the digestion helps with um, you know the reproductive system I mean the the list is endless. Um, but what's shocking and, and what's... Is, yeah, the word is shocking, that you can get these benefits from this incredible plant by drinking it. And that it become When you're in those ceremonies with... And they're called master plants, right? So you're going to drink ayahuasca, which is like the hospital, the diagnostic, and then the actual, you know, pills, I suppose you'd say, in the West, right? The actual healing uh, tree plant is chosen. And that's going to deal with the actual thing that needs to get dealt with. So, whatever that is, for me, it's, it, it all, it's all around your intention so you do five ceremonies where you will drink the ayahuasca in the ceremony and then in your heart tambo you will drink the master plant separately by the way the master plant isn't as difficult to swallow as the ayahuasca um and they're specifically chosen for your particular condition. Um, so one of the things you do when you go in is you meet with the shamans and they'll ask you, what is your intention? Not what's wrong, what is your intention in the ceremony? So when you arrive, you come with an intention. My suspicion is that they already know when they're looking at you what the problem is. But, you know, you're going to 
spell it out to them. And mine was, I would like to be reconnected back with the truth of who I am. Like, right. And he looked me up and down and he was like, Renakia. That's your plant, Renakia. I had a friend there who wanted to have a baby and was given another, was given a tree called Damamuri. Your intention is really the thing that you're going to, you know, ask for, right? It's what are you there to do? <clears throat> what are you there to heal? You can't go and go, oh, I'm just experimenting to see. No, it has to be, again, in these ceremonies, the plants will just diss you. If you don't have an honest intention, if you're not there for a really committed intention, the plants do not care. They will just skip you in the ceremony. So I spoke about this before, your dedication, your commitment to your healing has to be absolute, over a zillion percent, right? You've really got, I mean, first of all, no one would choose to do this unless you really wanted to heal because it is the most challenging, the most difficult thing to do. You know, you're in the jungle two weeks, hardly any food, you're partly fasting, ceremonies, you can't sleep, bugs. I mean, this is not, <laughs> this is not a choice to like, you know, this is not a holiday stay. It's a hospital stay in a very different way to a hospital here. You are going for a hospital visit. Right? And because we don't know who we are, truly, if we've had trauma, we don't, we've been severed from ourselves. Um, you won't know what's going to show up. I mean, I got a real beating up for certain things that I'd done. The medicine sees everything. There's no hiding any events or anything that you've done in your life because the medicine goes through every single cell of your body, knows you inside out, all your stuff that you've got sort of hidden under the bed. Uh, it's, it's like a radar, it's like an x-ray. They see absolutely everything. And yes, you will be made responsible for those things that you did wrong. You will be shown them. And you will take responsibility, right? So you're not, you know, you may go and think that, oh, I'm such a good person. I'm, I've done such great things. I've only been a good person. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was only meant to blah, blah, whatever. Accept it because she will find absolutely everything. I remember in my last ceremony, the medicine was like, do you have another thing that you need to puke out? And I was like, no. It's like, are you sure? And then this thing showed up that I had no idea about. And I got a really a bollocking, right? Which, of course, I totally thought, oh, yeah, that doesn't really matter. Of course, I didn't even know it. I'd forgotten about it. It was so early on. So... You know, when the medicine comes in, 
you won't know. And you don't know. And you will be shocked. And your whole persona of, oh, but I was such a nice person. It's like, she will collapse all of it. And show you who you truly are. That's why I say, you really want to heal. You know, there's no uh, half heal or, yeah, no. It's all or nothing. It's like you can't be half pregnant here. And it will shock you. The things that you've hidden, don't know, forgotten. Um... And it's not punishment. This isn't a God that punishes. It's like, if you need to heal, you need to grow the fuck up. If you need to heal, you need to take responsibility for what you also did, right? However hidden it might have been, however long ago. You know, for you to heal, you need to see the whole story of your existence. And in my case, it went back to another lifetime, an event that happened in another lifetime. That then got picked up here in this lifetime. And that in this lifetime, I was forced to deal with, right? It's miraculous. I don't, I think it's miraculous because we're ignorant because we think we know it all, because we were so fucking patronizing. I'm talking about, you know, the whole system and how we fit in it. We have this absolutely deluded notion that we have this information, but we really have very little information. These plants really have information. They've been here billions of years. They fuel from the sun. And by the way, yes, there are life forms on many different planets in case you were wondering so our very narcissistic singular central view that we're just the most important is blown out of the water when you're in these ceremonies because it's like huh what what are you stupid right how can you be so jingoistic self-serving and narcissistic You have no idea, right? So there's nothing you can hide, nothing, from these plants. And again, there might be stuff that you've forgotten, happened early on, you know, buried somewhere, forgot about it. Oh, God, no. She's surfacing every single cell of you. She's going to surface every single moment of your life where an event has been a blockage. So, to say that it's a death of you is, is an understatement, right? Um, and you'll fight it. I mean, not fight it, but, you, you know, you know, that your, your role there is just to surrender, you know. I remember one woman was asking one of the shamans for a resume. I'm like, oh, for God's sake, really? All right, it's like... You're dealing with the full force of nature. I mean, by the way, I don't mean that you should go willy-nilly to any shaman that's just put up his shop today, yeah. 
and that's not what I'm saying. But like when you have chosen the people to do it with, that's it, you're in. Surrender. Your willingness to expose all of you and to let the medicine do the work. And all your identities and I'm such a nice person and aren't I good and that will just all be blown out of the water. And you'll truly understand what the whole map of your life is, like why you're here, you know, if it's related to ancestral. There was somebody there that was dealing with not only his trauma here, but his ancestral trauma, and it was not pretty. Oof, wow. Unfortunately, he was a bit of a jerk himself, which unfortunately that was, you know, certainly for me a bit of a problem. He'd sort of stomp around and like he was king of the castle and wanted all the attention. It was a really difficult thing to deal with given that you're only, you're doing your own shit, right? And this person's like acting out all this fucking trauma in front of you. Um, <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, that was, whew, that guy was just riddled, right? We are all riddled, some more than others. My friend was dealing with trauma from, she was Irish from the potato famine still dealing from the trauma of that that was in her system. That um, came out in a ceremony and she was always thirsty, but she just couldn't, she couldn't drink anything, couldn't eat anything, it was insane. Um, so yeah, there's, there's this trauma, there's ancestral trauma. I mean, that stuff goes somewhere, that stuff doesn't just disappear. You don't just slaughter like six million Jews and go, oh, that, yeah, that's just all done. No, that's floating everywhere. Whatever has been done, the, you know, the years of just blood rolling on the streets for like slaughtering people and wars. That's why I find the whole thing so horrific. Um, it's just horrific. People talk about wars like it's, you know, aisle five of Costco's. Yeah, no, people are being slaughtered and killed and maimed. It's a real thing. <laughs> Even though we sit in our, at home and just watch it on the TV and think, oh, poor things, poor things. It's like, me included, I, no shade on anyone. I'm equally as responsible of being asleep. Oh, it's over there. And all of that, Think about it, we're just one, we're one unit, we're one thing. We don't go anywhere. Where does all that pain go? What comes back, right? It's everywhere. It's in us. That's why um, these plants are so incredible because they really do cleanse us by showing us um, what we're carrying. And we're all just the recycled stuff, right? So continual recycled stuff. We're, we're, we're dragging through every lifetime the stuff from other lifetimes. And this evil thing, by the way, is not a human thing. This is not from here, by the by. It's from somewhere else. It's not from here. We weren't evil. We weren't born evil. No, 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 this has come from somewhere else. 
So, the plants really carry information. That's it. And the Shipibo and the shamans are the vehicles for that information through their ikaras, which are the songs that they sing. So it's not, the shaman's the conduit, right? The conduit for the plants. The Shipibo call on the plants in the maloka. They call on them to come and heal you because they have a direct relationship with the plants. And as they start singing their ikaros, which are the songs that they sing, and it's the songs of the specific plants that are sung to you specifically so that you can be opened up. So in your inner ceremony, you're sitting on a mattress with a puke bucket, some agua florida, some tobacco as a protection, protect tobacco. When they come to you, <clears throat> first of all, um, when you drink the ayahuasca, the plants <clears throat> inside of you will start working. There's this, there's this moment where you've just all drunk the, the ayahuasca and there's a silence. And that's, for me, the most terrifying piece of the whole ceremony because now it started. Now the plants are going to start working with inside of you. <clears throat> and, oh boy, that's when you're going to start you know, it's moving through you. For me, I had energies, like demonic energies on my back. So anyway, I could describe them. And so when I drank the ayahuasca, I could feel it just in my back. It was just like, oh my God, here we go. And then when the shamans come around to sing, it's the plants that are giving them the songs to sing. The plants are there in that maloka. The spirits of the plants. They say there are 60,000 plant spirits. Right? So they're calling upon the ones that are required for your healing. So it's literally <clears throat> surgery. They literally move into your body. You're like a, a rat in a lab. And they open you up. Because as I said yesterday... They don't have terms for like sickness, like diabetes or cancer or Parkinson's. No, they, they, they're your. It's, it's a, to them your energies. They're energies that moved in early on. Energies that have gone unchecked, that have now root. They then become cancers and diabetes if they go unchecked, and unoperated on and unremoved. Right. So it's literally an op You're going through an energetic operation. You're present, you're aware, but, you know, your ego's been shut down you, and it's just going to do whatever it's going to do. But you're in another plane. Psychedelic, it's not, yeah, you're not in this dimension. I mean, you are in this dimension because you can see it happening. But then the rest of you is taken into another one where you're opened up. You're aware of everything. And it feels like death <laughs> when you are when the medicine is going through you and you are totally surrendered the sickness the feeling of death is just the sickness is just like 
Oh my God, I can't even, it's horrific. You die, it's, they're, they're like mini deaths. Each ceremony is a death of the old you. All the energies that are holding you together, your story, your beliefs. The person that you built, if you don't know, you know, and we don't know, we can't know ancestrally what's going on. But, you know, we're built from energies and from outcomes of other people's stuff, right? I mean, I did I choose to come here? I don't think so. I don't know. Perhaps I did. But whatever those two people, they made that choice to have you. It's their choice. You're carrying their stuff. You know, some people are rejected even in the womb, right? It was a mistake. So you get to see your whole life will be put back together. You'll see everything. You'll see why you were made, you know, the reasons of the trauma, the motivations behind the people that had you, the tra their own traumatic situations. It's almost like, you know, a lot of us are carrying all this ancestral baggage and we get chosen to wake up and face it, right? We, or something in us refuses to carry it anymore or it's intolerable for us to do that. But it is absolutely, without doubt, a death of the old you. Because the old you, I mean, I could say I didn't, I knew nothing about who I was. I thought I'd invented a story, but I knew nothing about my family, being sold, the pimp, why shut down. I mean, my survival was, oh, everything's fine. Make people happy, everything will be fine. We're too little to understand these huge, complex narratives that are going on. And for me, I think one of the most compelling and powerful understandings were, listen, there's a war going on between the light and the dark. Huge. This is beyond me. This is like on another scale that's happening. It's real. Now, in my regular life, I was like, oh, yeah, things aren't, no, people aren't nice and people are nice. And No, no, no. It's epic. This thing is like, there is a war going on in our, the whole universe right now between the light and the dark. It is fierce. And I was captured as part of the dark. Being sold, etc., as a child, sexually abused. But you'll see that when you go into these ceremonies, that there are themes that are much bigger than the events. Because, yes, I was sexually abused, sold to be sexually abused, to a pimp and then to pedophiles, etc., or whatever. But it's just not just about that, right? These events that are happening point to a much larger problem. You've had a unique experience because of it, but that unique experience will inform you as to the bigger epic narrative that's happening. So what each one, when each of us really faces the truth of who we are, there's something more that we can give back to the planet, to the bigger epic narrative. Which you could say, well, you know, Maria, you're in the world, you can see how bad it is. Well, not really. 
Not if you're shut down. Not if, you know, your survival was, you know, shut my heart, shut my courage, shut my power, shut everything down. No, I'm not. I'm not here. I don't think I was ever here until recently. That's why I'm like, everybody's retiring. I'm like, I just woke the fuck up. What do you mean you're retiring? I'm just like, I just, right, I just woke up. So, yeah, you'll, you'll wake up to realize, fuck, there's a much bigger narrative going on here. All these experiences, although horrific and terrifying, are part of something so much bigger. In my case, all the events led to two very difficult things. One, basically, it was a sort of death. One was the the shutdown of my heart. The heart is your compass. Your heart is your compass. It, it, it motivates everything. It motivates everything. Your heart motivates, puts into action everything. When your heart is open and you're connected to your heart, you're just, you know, you can conquer the world, right? And then the power my power, the, the, the way the, <clears throat> the abuse was there to make sure I, was, I would become powerless in terror. So your heart shut down <clears throat> and the terror takes your power. And when that happens, then you submit. That's a form of getting you to submit to the dark, which I did. <clears throat> it's very clever. Ch- you know, childhood and innocence is the breeding grounds of the dark. And that's where they wait, right? That's where they wait to, if there's a theft going to happen. So what does that mean? That means you have no access to source, right? You know, people who live close to the plants, they're refueled by, the, by source, by plants, all day, every day, right? They're drinking the plants. They're living with the plants, right? They're healing with the plants. You know, you're living like I am in this city, completely severed from all kinds of, from everything, really. Yes, you have all the technology and everything else, but I can get pizza at two in the morning. But, like, as far as being refueled, no. It's not a plant. You know, it's a few bit of grass in Central Park. But, like, you know, you're not living in that environment. <coughs> it's a cutthroat capitalistic Again, no shade, but that's what it is, right? Very little to do with anything happening in the jungle. Um, and you have to sort of, you know, the main thing here is not like Paris and love and cafes. It's like, you know, you're going to make a buck. You've got to hunt for that buck, right? By the way, my choice, I'm not, no shade. Why not? Of course, you know. But I'm just saying, in the medicine world, Everything that you um, believe to be of importance just doesn't have any importance. It's just crushed. It's like all that shit's of no consequence here. What's going on here is, you know, you've been shut down because of events that happened here. And, you know, here is what happened, etc. And this is how it's related to another life. So each of us are unique expressions of this divinity. Each of us 
come with we're, we're, we're formulated in a particular way given the circumstances and given the past that we've come from and if there's a huge you know heavy energy then it's going to dampen the world the life that we live here it's just as simple as that and when you're making strategies in trauma you're making strategies from no power because your power has been taken if your heart's broken and you're under an enormous amount of terror it means your power's been taken right that combination basically puts you at zero right? you're now at the mercy of this darkness you can't fight without your heart open or your power readily available if it's been squashed and that journey was my journey it was you were going to completely wipe out who this person is how do you wipe somebody out by that by terrifying them by making them wrong it's a theft from the you know it's a theft from the source it's a theft from the everything right and that's what the battle's about right the battle's about light and the dark and the ba- and the dark is only interested in making you its slave right making controlling you i mean we see it all day every day you just need to look outside the window or on tv it's like it's a it's a power for it's it's a quest for control so you know to to be able to fully live you have to have you have to be awake awake which means it's nothing goo goo gaga it's just like can you actually see what's going on is your heart open enough to feel everything because you're going to be you're going to move from your heart when you move from your heart it's genuine when you move from thinking it's not it's not genuine right it has to come from your heart that's where the passion is right and then have you been tampered with so badly that you have no power right made to feel so wrong so illegitimate so useless that was another tactic used early on in my childhood so that i would remain at the mercy of this darkness i mean i literally was its accomplice at some point because in childhood you're going to bond with whoever's there and i had to bond with a with a pimp a pedophile horrific person but you can't tell the difference as a child right we just want to survive And what do you get back? So what how so so the medicine will show you the events, what happened, how it's connected to some ancestral thing or not. And in the very act of seeing is waking up because you're going to relive you're going to relive those memories that you've kept hidden in that past. And then you're going to get a good bollocking from the medicine to show you like what you did wrong. why you know whatever but her connection to love is insane the amount of divine love that you receive opens your heart and there's going to be a little bit you know huh afterwards little disorientation because what you were is no longer there can't be it's been taken out by the medicine So 
when I say you have to have a commitment to healing, you really do. And you won't know what that healing looks like. You won't know. And that's sort of scary, right? And that's where you have to surrender to what you don't understand or know. And that's even bigger. Like, can you trust, believe, and have faith in this spirit, this plant spirit? That's really the test. And then are you willing to accept what you're going to see? I mean, he said, you know, people have, like, in the retreat have suddenly, because you can't leave. I mean, you have to stay for the whole thing, right? Um, Have suddenly got up and said, oh, no, I don't want to do this. You know, I'm going to go back and talk to my doctor about whatever. Because it's very tough. You've got to handle your shit. You're going to be shown your shit, and you better fucking handle that shit. You better, like, open up and be willing to see it. Willing to give up your story. It's no easy feat. But again, how willing are, how committed are you to your healing? Again, you can't be half pregnant. You're kind of all in or nothing. Right? But the gifts are incredible. The waking up, you get control back of your life. The blockages are removed. You are now in the flow with everything. Whether here or in Buenos Aires or in the jungle, right? And the plant continues to grow within you. And to give you back your life, your power and all your love. Bye.